0: Welcome to Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. During these 21 days, we will be praying together as a community of faith for specific topics each day, led by a member of our team. Now let's listen to today's message. Well, hello, my name is Jason Laird. I serve as the lead pastor here at Sozo Church along with my wife, Jennifer. And I want to say a huge thank you to you for tuning in uh, to our 21 days of prayer and fasting to our podcast every single day. We post some fresh content, a little devotional to help you uh, during these 21 days just to encourage you. And so thank you for being a part of this. Uh, This past weekend, I spoke uh, on the topic of an emotional detox. Week one, we did mental detox. Week two, week two emotional detox. And so we're gonna continue that conversation today. And uh, the topic that I really wanna uh, drill into a little bit more is kind of this phrase here, just three words, examining the heart. You know, we talked about week one, the mental detox relates to our mind, the thoughts that we have. Uh, an and emotional detox deals with our heart. Uh, it's the, the seat, our heart is the seat of our affections And our emotions. Proverbs chapter 4 says, to guard your heart, uh, for out of it flow the issues of life. And it sets the course uh, and the direction uh, of which way our life will go. And so the heart is really important. And so when we talk about in scriptures, our heart, it's about our desires and our affections. But one of the things it it relates to is our emotions, the things that we're sensing and feeling, the things that we're walking through and dealing with. But I want to go a little bit deeper into that because I do think that the transformation that God wants to do in our lives this year, is a renovation of the heart. It's an interior work. It starts on the inside and it eventually begins to work its way out on the outside. But nevertheless, religion uh, wants to shape you up and make you look morally put together from the outside first. But Jesus, he's not concerned with the outside of our life. He's not concerned with the aesthetics of our life. He's concerned with, with our heart because he knows if I can transform their heart, It'll transform everything else. If I can transform what they desire, their affections, their emotions, uh, the things that they, they feel their hearts connected to, if I can transform that place, then I can transform the rest of their life. And so I want to read you this scripture that I love. It's from uh, the Old Testament. It's one of the psalms that we have. Psalm is just another word for song, so it's one of the songs that we have. It's it's Psalm uh, chapter one thirty nine verse twenty three. I'm going to read it in the Passion translation. And, and here's what the psalmist said. He said, "God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart." Another translation says, "Lord, search my heart and know my ways." But this psalmist in, in the Passion translation says, "God." Lord, this is who is directed to his his heavenly father. He says, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. And find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test and sift through all of my anxious cares. And see if there is any path of pain I'm walking on. And lead me back to your glorious, everlasting ways. The path that brings me back to you. What a great thought. Uh, The psalmist here, um, this is a song and really it's a prayer. And it's an invitation that he's, he's praying and he's inviting God. Most of the time in scripture we see God inviting us. But in this particular psalm, you see the psalmist inviting the Lord, his God. And he's saying, God, will you just come? I invite you. I'm asking you to come and to search my heart, to examine it through and through. Uh, one translation says to examine my hidden motives. So it's not just what I do, but it's what I desire. It's my the motivations of my heart. It's not just what I do, but why I do those things. And the psalmist here, David says, come, come, Lord, I invite you to come. And, and I open up the door of my heart and I say, come and examine my heart through and through, not just what I do but the motives why I do what I do and find out everything that is hidden inside of me. What i found is that a lot of times there are things that are hidden on the inside of us underneath layers and layers of lies, layers and layers of memories, things that sometimes I think that we just... We can subconsciously, subconsciously layer up and forget about that are there. And there's 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 things that we even do in our life, and we don't even know why we do them, and they're hidden deep beneath all these layers of maybe past hurts and past pains. But David says, "Come and examine me, search, look throughout my heart." And he says, "Even put me to the test." It's like come through and sift through, sift through my heart, sift through what I feel, sift through what I desire, sift through all those things. And just look and see—is there any path that I am walking on? And anytime Scripture talks about someone's walk, it's like the walk of faith. It, it, it's, 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 it's this—it's the daily, the daily way that I am living my life, the patterns of my life, every step that I take every day. That path—do you see anything, Lord? Is there anything that doesn't look right, like it's off in my life? The psalmist is saying. And he says, and if that is so, will you just show me and then lead me back on an everlasting path? Like, like help me get back on the right track—is what he's saying. Bring me back on that path that that comes to you. Now, here's what's interesting. Is that God is omniscient, which simply means he knows everything. Like he knows everything, every thought that we've ever had, every thought that we ever will have. He knows everything we've ever done and everything we ever will do. He he knows the reason why we've done the things we've done and the reason why we will do the things we'll do. He, He knows it all. He's God, he's omniscient, like there's nothing that he does not know. So why would the psalmist, why would David invite him to come, Lord, come and search me and see if there's anything in me? It's it, 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 The way that you can easily read this is like, God is on the outside of you, and he doesn't know what's on the inside of you. And he needs us to open the door and invite him to come in so that he can snoop around and find out what's wrong with us and broken. But that's not the, the real reading and the true reading of this text. The psalmist is really saying this. This is a, This would be a better way to interpret this. He's saying, God, I know that there are things in me that I don't even realize are there. I know that there are things that I've done that I don't even realize that I've done them. There are things about me that are off track. They're not in my best interest and they do not bring you glory. And so I am opening up my life and I'm inviting you to come in, not so that you can gain the knowledge of what's wrong with me, but so that I can gain the knowledge of what's wrong with me. And so I'm inviting you to come in and to show me. It's not show yourself and figure it out and find it and see if I'm broken. It's God, will you come in and walk through my life? walk through, search throughout my heart, and will you reveal to me, will you shed light on the things in my life that you want to touch? The painful areas, the broken areas, the sinful areas, will you illuminate those and show me, Lord? And then will you help me? Will you bring me back on the path of life? And so this examination of the heart is not for God's, uh, God's enlightenment, it's for our enlightenment. See, see, when we invite the Lord to come in and search our heart, it's as if he's coming in with a light and shining it on all the dark spaces and places and the hidden crevices of our heart and our life. And it's not that he's he's now having an aha moment because he sees it. But now we have the aha moment and we see it. And when we see it in the light of who he is, we don't feel We don't feel guilty and condemned. We actually see it for what it truly is. It's destructive. It's distracting. It it keeps us from God's best for our life. And when we see it in the light of his grace, his marvelous grace, it makes us want to run towards him, not run to that thing. This is why the psalmist says, search me, Lord. Test me. Examine me. Examine me. Is there anything in me? Show me, Lord. So the question is, how do we do this? How do we invite God into our hearts to examine it so that we ourselves can be enlightened to his marvelous grace and 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 the reality that whatever it is that's in us is not is not God's best for us. How do we do it? I think it just starts with a simple invitation. It's not it's not some some super intense wild thing. You don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops. You simply I think you just simply through prayer you simply and plainly open up the door of your heart and you just You just invite, you just say, Holy Spirit, come and search me. Just like what David did, the psalmist. He just says, Lord, I invite you, search me. What a great prayer to pray every morning, maybe throughout your day, maybe at the evening before you go to bed. Lord, search me. I invite you, search me tonight. I invite you, search me this morning. Examine my heart. Show me, is there anything in me? Is there anything I've done? Is there anything I haven't done that you wanted me to do? Is there anything I've said or haven't said? Lord, show me. Examine my heart. I think it just starts with a simple prayer. But the second thing for me, you know, the best way I've had my heart examined by God, it's when I open up the scriptures, when I open up my Bible. You know, there's an uh, angiography in the medical term. If you know anything about that, uh, it's it's an x-ray that is, um, that's that, uh, a medical procedure that's an x-ray of your heart. And what they do is they actually pump this dye in your veins and it goes into your heart. I think it's like a purple kind of color maybe, but it goes, I've never had it done, but it goes through your veins and then it goes to your heart. And what happens is when that dye, it's a special dye, when it when it goes through all those blood vessels and veins in your heart, when you see it on an x-ray, it illuminates and it lights up. And the reason why they do that is that when when that dye goes all through the veins and the vessels and everything, it lights it up and then once it's illuminated then you can then the doctors can see if there are any cracks or clogs or, or or problems or challenges within the vessels and the veins of that heart and i think in the same way with scripture it's like an angiography of our heart spiritually speaking when we begin to get the word of god on the inside of us we begin to read the scriptures and we begin to invite the holy spirit to speak to us and we actually when we actually see scriptures as it says in hebrews it's alive it's living. It's it's not just some antiquated document filled with poetry and the prophets and some autobiographies, but it is the living word of God, and we get it on the inside of our lives, and it begins to it begins to just like that dye in a in a angiography, it begins to illuminate our heart, and it shows us where there's breaches and breaks and things that are not working properly, and God begins to speak, and He illuminates those things. He's examining and He's searching our hearts, and he can show us what needs to change. The book of Job, Job 34, verse 32. Job says this, teach me what I cannot see, Lord. And if I have done wrong, I will never do it again. Isn't that great? Teach me, just like search me, examine, show me, teach me what I cannot see. And if I have done wrong, I will never do it again. What a great, great prayer. Here's my call to action. Three things. Number one, have a moment, maybe in the morning or in the evening, just sit in silence and invite the Lord to search you, to search your heart. Then then just simply sit there in silence for two minutes. Second thing is this. When you open up the scriptures to read, simply pray this prayer. Lord, I invite you to examine my heart with your word. Show me what I do not see myself. Show me what I do not see myself. Show me what I cannot see, what I cannot see, just like what Job said. And the third thing is this, just be obedient to whatever he shows you, whatever he says. If it's sin, repent of that sin, walk away from it, never do it again by the power of his grace and spirit. If it's something he's telling you to do, just be obedient, just do it. I believe he, he, examination of our heart is for application in our lives. Examination of our heart is for application in our lives. He wants us to apply to do whatever it is he's calling us to do. And so I want to pray for you and just pray that the Holy Spirit, through his word, through maybe even sitting in silence and you inviting him to come, that he would examine your heart today. Holy Spirit, we invite you today to come into our hearts. Search us, O Lord. Examine our heart. Examine our motives anything we've done or not done, even the reason why we have done those things or not done those things. Examine us through and through. Show us today. Illuminate our hearts. Illuminate our lives that we may see what it is that you want to perform, literally surgery, a spiritual surgery in our lives. We invite you. We invite you to have your way today. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Can't wait for tomorrow. We're going to have another great podcast. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. We hope today's message inspires you in your prayer life. Join us again tomorrow on the podcast for another encouraging message from a member of our team.